Hello, everybody, and welcome. And this is the Midnight McBride Show, show number 39. And this week's guest is the youngest guest we've ever had on the show. She's also a YouTube influencer and a blogger and has managed to get 13,000, yes, 13,000 subscribers. That sort of beats my 127 at the minute, so very good. Els, hello. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Els. So, Els, your father's actually coming on this show in the not-too-distant future as well, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's how we've sort of got put in touch with each other. Yeah. Now, we've never had an 18-year-old on the show, <laughs> not by a mile, actually. The, the youngest people we've had on the show are in their sort of late 20s, I think. So hopefully it'll be refreshing and a different perspective. <laughs> in your name tag, it's vlogger, influencer yeah. with a monetized YouTube channel <laughs> and founder of Els Garrett, the YouTube channel. Yeah. So pretty impressive stuff, that, you know. <laughs> Thanks. You do your own editing as well. Yeah. And you use one camera. I managed to see your kit today. <laughs> so you do a lot with not so much and you're very successful at it. Mm -hmm. So my hat goes off to you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me seem like um, an amateur, I think. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. So, Els, what do your friends think about all this? Well, it's... Because you're been, famous. Yeah, well, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Um, I suppose it's obviously, I think growing up, I started this all back in 2012. So I was like 11. Right. Um, and it's obviously, as kids, it's mixed uh, when you're younger because it's yeah. more like, you know, the, the kid on the YouTube channel making fun yeah. in school, poking I mean, were you, fun. Were you popular at school? No, no. not at all. No, no um, I, I'd say as I got to like GCSE time, I had my closer friends. But before that, um, I'd say like, Els with the YouTube channel was like the thing that that's all I was known for. Right. But it was more like a poking fun term. Yeah. Um, but I guess as things have just gone my own way, I've just stayed in my lane and just done what made me happy. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, I couldn't believe it when I saw it. your dad said, check this out. <laughs> and I had Luke. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I'd envisaged, you know, I've got friends with lots of followers on, say, Instagram and things like this. Yeah. But, but a follower and a subscriber, a whole different ballgame. Yeah. You know, I've got... <laughs> Two and a half, I think nearly 3,000 friends on my Facebook, yeah. but only 127 followers on my YouTube. Yeah. It takes a, a long yeah, time. And people have got to want to come back and watch you again, haven't mm -hmm. you, to subscribe. Yeah. What we're going to do, we're going to take a bit of a left turn here, and we're going to get to a lot of this, because I've got lots of questions, yeah. because I need to know how you do it. Yeah, <laughs> sure. But we'll talk about maybe your life, first of all, mm -hmm. and in your 18 years, your journey. Now, you're... Windermere-based, aren't you? Mm -hmm. And were you born there? No, I okay. was born in Liverpool. Born in Liverpool. Yeah. And you were a teeny tiny baby, <laughs> weren't you? Yeah. Um, I think 27 weeks, if I'm not sound corrected. Right. Um, you mean prematurely born? Prematurely yeah. born, yeah. Obviously, I don't remember it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I suppose it's just like part of the, part of the story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, your dad quoted me a figure. Mm -hmm. You were one pound... 12 ounces when you were born that's, yeah. that's yeah that's incredible but you're you're super fit now well yeah understatement <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um yeah so i don't know it's just i suppose it's, it sounds like shocking when you say it but i suppose like i don't remember it so no, yeah no. do you live at the retreat with your father 
I don't know. No. So that, uh, the house where it's based, um, that was my home for 16 years. Right. I lived there my whole life. Yeah. I only just moved out during the lockdown at the very right. beginning in March. Right. Um, so now I'm in Tech Kendall at the town, right. 20 minutes away. So Okay. Yeah. Okay. Still the lakes. Still the lakes, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm up there all the time. I go to Overston to Manjushri, which is the buddy centre there. Not so much this year, unfortunately. I also go to Rydal a lot. I go to Grisdale all the yeah. time and I go running and walking there. And mm -hmm. I'm a massive fan. Yeah. A lot of I've got a lot of friends there now as well, mm -hmm. including Catherine Beaumont, who does something called Meditate with Horses, and Debbie Henderson, who has something called Hands On Heavy Horses, and also a guy called Ben Atkinson, who climbed up Big Ben dressed as Boris Johnson right. not long ago for Extinction <laughs> Rebellion. So, yeah. A question I was thinking about when we had the pre-show chat, Ellie, is what's it like when your dad is a guru? <laughs> is he always right? Does he ever become unpeaceful? <laughs> is um, it funny? I mean, yeah, I, I think he's obviously, I mean, I think when we were younger, I obviously wasn't aware of it. I don't, I don't, I couldn't tell you when he began all yeah. of it. Um, I, I think it's one of them, like we both have our solo interests and we don't, we talk about stuff like that sometimes, but I think because it's not really something I'm super interested in, he just, you know, does his yeah. thing and I'm like, yeah. you know, it's whatever makes you happy. <laughs> a lot of the people who watch this show will find out in the next couple of episodes who your dad is. Mm -hmm. and yeah. He's an expert in NLP yeah. and meditation, breath work and a whole host of things yeah, yeah. as well. What I found out, which I didn't know until today, is you're actually a Christian. Yeah. So you're a church going lady. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How did you get into that? Um, I would say it was obviously from when I was young, like I was christened when I was born. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I didn't really start kind of building a relationship with the Lord until about a year ago. Um, right. And I think, you know, everyone has their thing that brings in peace. Of course. And for yeah. me, like, I think I've only really felt like I've had something that brings me that proper peace since I've, you know, began yeah. going to church properly and like reading my yeah. Bible and everything. Um, but, you know, it's yeah, it's just what I do every morning. It's just what brings me happiness. So. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. I, I say in the book that one of the quotes in the book from Pills to Peace is you've got to try the 10 to find the two. Yeah, exactly. You try everything. The door's got to stay open. Yeah. Try new things. And that's the only way you'll find what works for you. If you yeah. don't try new things, you'll never find the two that work for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. And for me, it's, you know, meditation and Buddhism and yoga. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't really matter. It's different for everybody. And what's quite surprising is as you go through your life as well, what worked for me five years ago doesn't work for me now. What you find in your life that brings you peace, that will also probably change as well, mm -hmm. you know. Some things are, are constant through your life, but other things change a lot. Yeah, but, yeah. So you were 11 when you started your YouTube channel. Yeah. So I'm assuming at that stage you had a, you had a bit of help? Um. Yeah, mainly from my brother. Uh, I think I couldn't even give you a reason why how or why it all began yeah. um i think i was just running around with a camera for a while and i think it was mike my brother who was just like just put it on, why don't you put it on youtube like you know yeah. he was probably like 10 at the 10 oh no i was 11 so he would have been like 14 yeah. um to throw it on youtube uh i had no idea i think i was just doing it because he told me it was cool so i wanted to be like my big brother but um yeah like 11 it's just I think, I don't know, I think in school as well, especially like if you can't find a group of friends, 
I couldn't find a group of friends in school that I could really relate to. Yeah, another so I think, way of expressing yourself. Yeah, and like finding yeah. that community online of people that are on the same wavelength as you yeah. um, and are interested in the same things. I think even at a younger age, it's quite a nice thing to yeah. have. I've looked at some of your videos and you sort of review things, talk about... It's a bit alien to me because I am so unhip it's not, you know, I've bought my clothes in Asda for years. I've no idea what music's in the charts. I don't watch television. So it was a bit of an eye-opener for me. Mm-hmm. But you review things, talk about current trends, topics, this kind of thing. I mean, how would you describe it? I honestly, I've tried so many times to articulate it into, in my mind to think what, if someone asked me, what would I describe it as? Um, I would just say I generally 80% of the time am following trends and just putting my own twist on it it's quite a saturated thing on youtube is to follow the trends so i try and i try try and catch them earlier um but i find a lot of people doing it are american so i think my like unique selling point if you will is probably the fact i am from england i don't see a lot of british people doing what i'm doing yeah um and it's working so far so (laughs) if i was at home and i was watching this and i'd seen your channel there'd be some questions I'd have. So I'm going to throw some of those. Yeah, go it. for right. it. So we'd start with, what kit do you use? Basic. <laughs> yeah. Well, you say basic, but I've seen you, your camera and your microphone and stuff. And yeah. I mean, it's, it's not cheap. It's still expensive. Yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my dad definitely supported me at the beginning. Yeah. Um, he bought me that camera, like probably when I was about 13. So I've had it. I've had it a while. Um, I bought a G7X about a year ago. Yeah, um, that's the Sony, is it? No, that's Canon. Canon, sorry. Yeah, Canon sorry. G7X is like the notorious like vlogging camera. Yeah. Um, so that you know, I don't honestly, I don't invest in it a lot because I think what I have works for what I'm doing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, and my laptop, I replaced that recently, but it's just once in a blue moon for me. Yeah. Um, so maybe tell us the camera you use at the minute because you've got a camera with you today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also the microphone. What's yeah. Um, so I film on the Canon 700D, I believe, yeah. and I use the Rode VideoMic Pro. Yeah. It's quite a big camera, isn't it? It's yeah. It's really chunky. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a DSLR, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then maybe tell us about the editing process because you, you do your own editing. Yeah. And you do things that I can't do. Right. So, for example, when you do your video and you'll you'll use your hand like this and indicate and writing will appear. Yeah. And you do your own thumbnails. Yeah. 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 And you have sort of catchphrases as well at the beginning of your videos, don't you? I've mm-hmm. seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us about the other. There's one that goes, hello, hello. <laughs> I think, you know, I actually didn't have a structure until lockdown because I spent the most of lockdown making videos just yeah. constantly. Um, and because I was making them so much, I think I did kind of make like a recipe in my mind, like an indirect yeah. recipe. Like you've got like a handle at the beginning where you, there's three or yeah. four phrases you use. Right, and, right, yes. And, and I want you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, I'm trying to think. Is it the bit where I'm like, um, where I'm like, right show, like asking people to subscribe? No, no, right at the beginning you'll go, uh, Hello. Something. How you doing? How you going? Yeah, my name's Els. Welcome back. Yeah. Wait, welcome to welcome back to my yeah. channel. And quite often that's edited. So you'd be... You'd, it's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Three or four phrases you use <laughs> that you put together. Yeah. yeah. So you've got you've already got like a style yeah. with your editing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I've also seen you have perhaps Peppa Pig. 
<laughs> I thought those must be the first videos, but they're not the no, quite recent. No, yeah. um, definitely more. It was. It started as an inside joke with my friends. I, they're going to be. I'm going to tell them to watch this, and they're going to be laughing. Um, started as an inside joke with us, um, and it's it's it's. Do you know what you know what a meme is? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it was like a meme online um, and I've just kind of incorporated it, but it's turned into people making like fan accounts Maybe. and editing me into photos of Peppa Pig. So right. it's gone a bit further than right. I expected. Maybe tell me, because I know what a meme is, but yeah. I'm on about a book by Richard Brody where he describes what a meme is. Maybe tell me what the hip, <laughs> what a hip meme is, because I'm probably completely wrong. Um, it's just, I think it's, Someone will just do something. Normally, it's a video of someone will do something where they don't mean to be funny, but it's funny. So they'll right. say something or do something. Um, but obviously, Peppa Pig was like, I mean, I watched it when I was younger, but people have just started editing the episodes to make them, I guess, a bit more like adult and yeah. funny, funnier than they are. Um, and it's just turned into like an online thing. So I just incorporated the jokes and it kind of just snowballed into, yeah. yeah, well... What I thought as well, I looked at some of your videos and I was expecting them to be all quite short, five-minute videos. Yeah. Some of them are far longer, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Half an hour videos. One where you're baking cakes, I think that's one of your newer ones, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you actually, as well as telling people about your life and talking about what's trendy and reviewing stuff, on top of all that, you're you're trying and testing things as well. Yeah. You know, like baking cakes that's, yeah that's a good half hour show that well yeah you, you've not time lapsed it i'm not quite sure you've done it but you've got your camera set up you film at certain stages as you're cooking the cakes don't yeah, you? yeah yeah through it. yeah yeah so else this will be the big question everybody at home is probably going to ask and i don't know if it's an easy one to answer but how how the hell if i can use that with you <laughs> christian but how do you manage to get thirteen thousand subscribers did it happen was it a gradual process or did you wake up one morning and think, oh, I've got another thousand, another thousand. I bet it's exciting if it happens like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it took me eight years to get a thousand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's all happened this year? For, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it, it, yeah, so it took a year to get so a thousand. So you're a lockdown legend. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'd say I definitely um, took, used my time well. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, it took a year. It was about March of when I was finishing year 12, um, so like a year ago, where I hit a thousand, you know, big milestone at the time because I was like, I was over the moon. Yeah. Um, I think that's like your first, I think you go a hundred and then a thousand, but I, I thought to get your first thousand on YouTube is harder. It's harder to hit a thousand than it is to hit 10. Yeah. Um, and then lockdown period, I started making a lot of trendy, like trendier videos where I was talking a lot about businesses um, and like scandals with businesses. People online like love to yeah. like talk about like, you know, conspiracies and scandals and things. Um, I definitely got into that over lockdown and it really did just like hit off. People were just interested in it. And I took kind of one topic and made like 10 videos about, about it and yeah. branched off into different things. And that is kind of how I hit the number that I'm at now, so. Do you, for example, when I first started doing my YouTube videos for the mm -hmm. channel, mm -hmm. I put as many tags as I could. Mm -hmm. And then I read a lot about saying too many tags ain't good. Yeah. And I reduced it. Usually they say between five and eight tags. Yeah, yeah. Is that the same? Yeah, um, I suppose it depends on like where you're aiming it. 
Uh, I've defo used the SEO to my advantage. On What's some, the SEO? The SEO? Like search engine optimization. Oh. So <laughs> <laughs> like the use of keywords and yeah. um, like the topic and what you write in the description and the yeah. tags, it all ties together. Yeah. Some videos I, you know, can spend hours, you know, optimizing what I'm putting in it yeah. and it has worked. But other times videos can do just as well and you, and you don't. Yeah. So I spoke to somebody that's apparently an expert in this and they said that, the description and the title you give it, and even though it, for example, I, my show has a name, but if you put certain keywords in there, you, you're going to get more views. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. And, and I resisted it because I didn't want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to put new with three exclamation yeah, marks yeah, yeah, or yeah. latest. And well, exactly. Like and it, yeah. it's it's finding the right keywords as well because uh, one keyword might work really well for, you know, someone with a million followers or, you know, 100,000. Yeah. Um, but it's finding ones where your numbers amount of number of fans you have will um stand out in that keyword yeah and yeah. and making your content different to others because you might have you know under the keyword table just for like a stupid example yeah. you know a thousand videos but if yours is a bit different or the thumbnails a different color it stands out with under the under the tag so yeah it all helps with your subscribers with my channel what i've noticed it the subscribers go up and they might jump up by 20 or 30 or whatever. And then I drop down one. Yeah. And that really, really gets me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think, why? Yeah, yeah. But I suppose you do have small fluctuations. Yeah. I suppose with the amount and volume of subscribers you've got, you might not notice it, but. Yeah, you do. Like, you still do. Still do. Yeah, like, it's one of them. I've definitely learned you'll never be satisfied with, even if it's going up every day, if one yeah. day it goes up more than another day you're disappointed um but i i've definitely learned to not chat my analytics as much i have been known to be on yeah. it every five minutes yeah. um but it can just it can become like an unhealthy obsession yeah. but i know where you're coming from <laughs> if, if i have a new video goes out for yeah. the first 48 hours i'm constantly looking yeah. at how many yeah. views it's got and i need to stop doing that yeah but know? when when you get into not doing it it almost becomes hard to check if that makes sense yeah. um I say give it a week and then you know how well it's done. Yeah. Give yeah. it the time of day. Yeah. But to see those kind of numbers go up must, must feel good. Oh, you, yeah. You, you yeah. know you're doing something right. Well, exactly. got yeah. the formula yeah. correct, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. 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 You're now, which I'm a million miles from, and I'd, I'm really interested to see at what point this happened, became monetized. Yeah. Yeah. How many followers did you have? I think the current criteria for that is you need... 4,000 hours of view time yeah, and 1,000 subscribers. Is that right? Yeah, I've got okay. a funny story about it. Okay. Um, when I hit 1,000 subscribers, I was like, I've done it. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. I've, I've made, made it. it. Yeah. Monetize. Here I come. Um, I go to apply and I have 4,000 watch hours, but it's not in the last 365 days. Ah, yes. So I was like, oh, great. So it actually took me until, so it was March, took me until November that following November to hit the 4,000 mark. I applied and then it wasn't until March that I got the email to um, accept yeah. that I've like been accepted into the monetization YouTube partner thing. Yeah. Um, but it was, it definitely felt like it all fell into place at the right time. Um, Cause it was actually the day. So when I, when I did it in November, I was like, mm, hopefully by Christmas, didn't get it by Christmas. I'm mm, hopefully by the new year not by the new year. No. Then I thought, mm, if I get it before I move house, then it'll be like a new beginning. Like, yeah, monetize, great. New me, new channel, 
moved yeah. house, everything. Um, didn't happen. And it was actually the day after I moved into the house, Perfect. I got the email. I was Perfect. like, wow, yeah. it's all just fallen into place. So then I spent the whole lockdown. And that's when my channel really blew up. So I was like, it all happened at the perfect time. So yeah, I'm going to use that term now and it blew up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with being monetized now, you, you get so much per month and it's based on the number of what views. Is yeah, that yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I believe that even with the number of subscribers you've got that it's still not a great deal at first, the money. It's pennies, you know, a few pounds yeah, initially. Yeah. But it's what it is. It, I find with it, it's what you make it because it depends how you place them. Um, depends on how many ads you put in the video. Because uh, you can go end, middle, beginning, yeah. or even at ten minute intervals yeah. or something. Yeah, like but what right? I've learned with it is, even if you put, let's say, you put three or four in manually, it they don't always show up for people. Um, so you can actually like put a few like if you think oh i might just put two i'd put three because sometimes they don't show up yeah um but do you, have, do you have any say on the adverts that get shown because no. i know for example when i do this show three or four days later then it goes out as yeah. an audio podcast right and different platforms you can actually the advertisers approach you and you can choose whether to accept them or not oh right okay you know, yeah on, on, yeah. on some of the ones i've looked at but youtube's not like that you just no it's no. just i think it's random yeah. i i couldn't tell you what's on it i've never no. <laughs> i think to be honest though if you're so elated that you're actually being used to advertise on and you're actually getting something for it and stuff, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. sod it it doesn't matter so what we might do else is we'll just touch a little bit on lockdown we're not going to it much but I've, I said, I've done a few shows on it recently and we talked about the different age groups and I think it affects somebody like you probably a lot more than it does somebody like me because I'm not that popular, I don't have much of a social life and I don't go out much. Please don't nod when I say that. <laughs> <laughs> but for a younger age group, that's when you, you're out at the weekend, you see your friends all the time and everything and yeah, how, how's it been? Because, I mean, you have this outlet, you're very lucky, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, you know, yeah. Some way of expressing yourself and communicating and so on. Yeah, um, it was, it definitely, it was almost like the right time and the worst time. Um, so I had a mixture of, so I was working in the hotel still. I had a job in a hotel. Um, so that got stopped, but it was almost perfect because I was moving house. Yeah. And then I had my videos as something to do. So all my friends were just at home watching movies, but I actually had something to do with my time, which felt like good, you know, yeah. something to wake up and do in the morning. Um, but I was also finishing sixth form. So I was in year 13 trying to finish my college, um, which was just like a whole mess. So it was almost like things were great, but also the worst possible scenario. Yeah. You mentioned sixth form. What did you do? What did you study? Uh, business. I just did, I did a BTEC in business. So okay. not too um, like... <laughs> like sophisticated but it's get where you need to go so yeah exactly so what's next for Els? what's on the horizon because <laughs> you're involved in the filming process you're involved in providing the content because you're the star mm -hmm. you're also editing your own stuff you've recently you know you've finished college where you're at now so well's your lobster isn't it? What, yeah. What's next? <laughs> well, I was meant to go to Canada in January, but that's been put off. So I think I'm just filming and, you know, doing work with people and yeah. just, you know, doing what, see what comes to me, go with the flow. Have you considered looking at colleges else where you might be going at some point? 
Uh, yeah, so I've applied. I applied to unis um, for like post-production and film. Um, I have also looked into possible like Bible colleges um, right. in America, but I suppose it just depends on lockdown. You don't know if you're going to be able to. So it's all just a bit up in the, the air question. Minute, yeah. yeah, just see how the year goes. But I mean, if I was your age, in your shoes, I'd definitely be looking to study something along the lines of film. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I think that'd be really exciting. Yeah. What a career to be yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Know. Maybe I will go to uni in a couple of years, but I think on this rate, I'm having a two-year gap year because not yeah. doing what I was planning on doing travel-wise. Um, so we'll just see what happens. Yeah. Have you got friends and relatives in Canada? Or are you just going to go and bring No, it? I was going to do a like snowboard instructor course. Nice. Yeah, so it was like I was going for three months um, and I've been like saving for two years, but I've just got the money. Yeah. I'm just waiting to... So, so you are pretty active then. You've, uh, have you skied before? And Yeah, and... like, um, you know, when we were family, like we we tend to go like hopefully like, at least once a year or like go to the chill factor and still snowboard and like something... In me Manchester. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it's something me and my brother like kind of bond over and get on. So I yeah. love it. It's great. yeah. I've been in the chill factor and then walked out again and went in her kicks instead. Right. Which is, <laughs> that was more, skydiving's more my favorite thing. Yeah, I'm not as good on my feet. So else, <laughs> I heard a story about a premium bond and I read the book The Secret in 2006 and then I saw the movie. Uh, and I'm also a fan of Esther Hicks and I, you know, followed the law of attraction for quite a while. It was the sort of start of my spiritual journey really yeah. years ago. But anyway, the law of attraction and you have a story about this to do with premium bonds yeah do you want to share that with us yeah so um my obviously my dad as we've like touched on earlier in the podcast is very big on spirituality yeah and things like law of attraction um i was very big on it for a few years i did watch the movie yeah um and i would be lying if i said i didn't implement it into my life i definitely did um however just based on my journey and what i've been doing you know based on the fact, you know, I'm a Christian and yes. all of that. Um, I don't deny it doesn't exist because of this story. So specifically, um, my dad was talking about it and he said, we were talking about premium bonds and I was saying, oh, it's funny how when I turn 18, I can cash them out. I've not had a premium bond in like three, four, five years. Yep. Um, he was like, well, go on, like, well, let's attract you a premium bond. I was like, you can attract me a premium bond. I'm not I'm not doing it. So I guess he went away and did whatever he did. And the next morning, there's a premium bond through my post box. Whoa. Yeah. Um, I'm, th this is what I'm saying is I'm not going to go well. It's just a coincidence because I do believe it exists yeah. completely. I don't believe in coincidences. Yeah. No, no, yeah. neither do I. Um, but I just based on my belief system, I just, I don't believe it comes from what I believe in. Yes. Um, and a good place yeah. but you know whatever works yeah. for you <laughs> there's actually another movie now originally there was the secret movie and the book yeah now there's actually a movie written as a fictional story right. called The Secret that's mm -hmm. just come out mm -hmm. so another movie mm -hmm. but it, it predominantly it all goes back to you know Carl Jung and he believes in synchronicity and alignment it's about right. there being no coincidences and that when you're on the right path and following your dharma or your heart your true mm -hmm. nature yourself that good things happen to you yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I suppose it's just like what whatever wavelength, you know, you're on. And yeah. as, as you said earlier, like you've got to try everything until you find yeah, what works. Yeah. And the Reverend Michael Beckwith says, 
the universe will correspond to the nature of your song. You know? <laughs> so when you're on the right path, everything falls into place. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Thank you. No worries. Els, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Thank Quite you. a surprise. Yeah. A very nice surprise. Yeah. This little ray of sunshine coming into the studio. <laughs> yeah. so, well, literally. Literally. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but... Yeah, I'm hoping that we, we stay in touch. We've talked about a couple of projects, mm-hmm. things that maybe we get involved with. Yeah. I'm also, like I say, you're actually in this scenario, you're the guru and the master and I, I'm I'm learning, you know, so you've been doing it a lot longer and you know a lot more about YouTube, running yeah. a successful YouTube channel than I do. I always focused on, my goal was to, a lot of shows I'd watched, I'd watched like the Joe Rogan podcast, and London yeah. Real, and the first, and even... I'm not a huge fan of this particular podcast, but I looked at it for other reasons. But there's one called The Real Geordie. Right. Oh, I know him. Yeah. yeah. And these shows, a lot of them, the first with The Real Geordie, I think the first 50 shows, with with Joe Rogan, the first 300 shows, the quality was shocking. Right. So I decided that I was going to get the quality right, right from the beginning, Mm -hmm. you know. And then hopefully get the decent content. And they reckon 35, 40 shows in, you start getting a bit of traction and momentum and and you're... You know, your viewers and subscribers go up. So that was my plan. And I think I'm very happy with where we've got with it. But, yeah, I think I think I need to pick your brains. Yeah. 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 I learn off you. Go for it. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Thanks very much, Els. Yeah. And I'm subscribed to your channel now. And I'll, I'll be watching. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So, Els, if somebody wants to find you, maybe tell us your YouTube channel and also tell us maybe if they wanted to follow you on social media. Yeah, it's just Els Garrett on everything. So E L Z G A W I E double T. Okay, and that's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter as well. Yeah, okay, that's it. And then on YouTube as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they'll know it's you because there's a couple of Elses, but there's only one with thirteen thousand subscribers. Yeah, what well, so. only one wearing red sunglasses in a profile picture? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll find you. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for watching, everybody. This has been the Midnight McBride Show number 39. I'm going to leave you with a quote from a book from Pills to Peace. And this week, it's when you never give up, it's impossible to fail. And this I thought was appropriate with Els Garrett's YouTube channel starting at the age of 11, eight years down the road. And now in the last 12 months, it's jumped up to 13,000 subscribers. Whoa. You can catch this show every week. And we're going back up to two shows a week shortly on YouTube. And please subscribe if you feel inclined. Three to four days later, this show will then go out as an audio podcast on Podbean, Spotify and iTunes. You can catch me on the radio every Monday night from 11 to 12. That's midnight till midnight with the Mind, Body and Spirit show, Salford City Radio, 94.4 FM. You can also go to the website, which is midnightmcbride.com. And you can get me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn. And you can get the first book from Pills to Peace on Amazon and in about 10, 12 other places. And you can also get the audio book on audible.com, iTunes and ACX. This has been Midnight McBride and I'll see you the same time next week. Shalom. <laughs>